0: Now that you mention it, I remember now. Last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great grandmother was standing there. She said she would come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S i m u l t v .com, Sonny boy.
1: S i m u l t v .com.
0: S i m u l t v .com, Sonny boy.
1: Wow.
3: And welcome back to the x everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. Now, that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at 1-877-528-8255. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com on MSN Messenger Talkstarradio Radio at hotmail.com and our website's www.xzoneradio.com. And XZoneTV.com My guest this hour, Exonation, Nation, is a gentleman who is an Iranian-born, former Muslim fanatic, uh, and he's going to share with us how to win the war on terror. Now, what can con- see, convince an intelligent, rational individual to commit an act of terror, all in the name of God? Well, our very special guest this hour, Nader Hassan, knows the answer to this question because he was indoctrinated by radical Muslim ideology at an early age. Born in Iran, Nader was told by his own grandmother to hate Jews and Christians, whom she considered the most impure people in the world. When he was 14, he was sent to the United States to attend school where he was forced to live among the very people he regarded as infidels. And although he adapted, our guest this hour, Nader poor Hassan, Hassan, I should say, I'm sorry, continued to hold dear the extremist teachings of his youth, so much so that when he married an American Christian woman, he expected her to dress uh, modestly and forego wearing makeup in accordance with his, his standards of decency. Joining me this hour, Nadir Poor Hassan will explain to us what ultimately made him realize his own way of thinking was flawed, how this affected him, and why an understanding of Arabamaic religions offers a pathway to world peace. And joining us this hour is our special guest, Nadir Poor Hassan. And Nadir, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight here on the X Zone.
4: Thank you very much for having me.
3: Ah, uh, what is it like being a member of the Muslim community living in America today?
4: Well, at the beginning, when I came here, um, I wasn't with Muslim people. I was uh, between the Christian people. But uh, after a while, when I uh, was with a friends of mine who were in the same ideology as me, mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, you know we had our own group, so we all love each other, between each other, and uh, show. Great, uh, you know, compassion to each other, and we show we share faith uh, on not liking America, not liking you know anybody outside of our faith. Uh, that those all of those all of those things changed when I checked the Quran for myself and read it for myself. And at that time, I was married to a Christian uh, woman, which ultimately marriage didn't work out. Uh, and uh, I always uh, was trying to enforce the laws of Islam, and uh, it was uh, it was very Shocking to see that all the laws that I was trying to tell her to go by was not by the Quran but the man-made laws that have been given to us falsely in the name of Quran.
3: You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break, Nadar. Please stand by. It's a pleasure having you on the show tonight. When we come back, I'd like for you to inform our listening audience around the world what exactly the Quran is and what it says. 1-877-528-8255 one okay. 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. If you'd like to send an email, exone at talkstarradio.com, on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com, and our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and TV.com I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue throughout the Exxon Nation, into outer space, here in the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, mighty through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on Talkstar.
0: I was walking home from school on a cold winter day, took a shortcut.
3: One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the US, Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Email exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail and our websites ww.exzoneradio.com at Exzone TV dot before we went to the uh, commercial break, we were talking about um, you know the Quran and and how you found that the Qur'an has been influenced by by humanity, by by those outside of uh, the words of the Qur'an. And can you give us some examples of that?
4: Well, the very clear example of that is, Quran says that if you kill one innocent person, you will be punished a great amount, not just for one person, but for the generation that you stop from that one person. That's in chapter 5, verse 30 to 32. Mm-hmm. And... The religious leaders will use that for their own use and they will say, go kill for them. But you ask a very, uh, very important question, what is Quran? Uh, The answer to this question would weaken the uh, position of the fanatics and revolutionize the world of Islam, believe it or not. Uh, Quran, from the, uh, the, from Quran verses, it claims that it is a book of guidance, which is all over the Quran, chapter 7, verse 52, 12, 111, 31, 3. And it also states many times that it's a very clear book. doesn't need people explaining it. Religious leaders will say that, but it's almost about 40 verses, saying, uh, like, for example, 43.2, that means chapter 43, verse 2, says Quran is very clear. It also states five times that it's very easy to understand the Quran. It's very easy to be understandable. And also it claims on chapter 17, verse 12, it's a complete book for guidance. It has all mm-hmm. the good things, for a person to learn to be a good person. Now, religious leaders don't agree with that. They say that this, they don't talk about these verses. They say we need ahadith which is sayings of Prophet Muhammad, which they put together, and they come up with all kinds of things, and that's how they brainwash people and take them away from the Qur'an. Qur'an hasn't been touched by humanity, but it's been touched by inhumanity. They have done things to the Qur'an that betray the Qur'an, Quran teaches very beautiful things just like the Bible in the new gospel we can see. But Quran also claims that is a it is a book just like Torah, the mm-hmm. book of Moses it calls it. And the Quran claims in chapter five, verse forty two to forty eight that you must accept the new gospel of Jesus. And new gospel of Jesus, if you accept that, that's the teaching that is the fulfillment of the of the laws. So again Quran says I'm a book like Book of Moses. Jesus, you must accept the teaching of Jesus, Jesus' teaching is under fulfillment. So Muslims and Jews should refer to the ultimate beautiful teachings of Jesus, which is among yourself, you will be very nice, you, somebody slapped your face, you turned out their cheek. If these are pinpointed down by Muslim religious leaders and Muslim communities, we will have a very beautiful uh, Muslim communities as a whole, the way Quran has described. Uh, but now the few bad apples who show very bad things that most of the Muslims are against it show a very bad picture of Islam, and that's betraying the Quran by these very bad fanatics.
3: So why why are these people allowed to misrepresent what the words in the Quran say? And why don't the religious leaders let the public
1: know? We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in.
3: Let the people who are not familiar with the Quran know that, no, this isn't what it said, this is what it is, because it seems that there's a few people that are spoiling the pot for the entire nation.
4: That's correct, and Jesus had to deal with that. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 3, he tells the religious leader of uh, Jews Mm -hmm. who have been introduced to religion for 1,500 years at that time, Uh, they they were trying to kill Jesus and deny him, and he says, in chapter 15, verse 3 of Matthew, he answered them and said, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? Yeah. And verse 6 he says, Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Please note that this is exactly what's happening to Islam. And the religious leaders are hard to be that way. They are, some of them, very innocent themselves because from the very beginning they teach them these laws that they think is Quran. They don't teach Quran in home in the center of uh, religious studies in Iran. They do not teach the Quran. They teach them the rule book called Resala. I have a book from Ayatollah Montazeri who's banned by the government and he talks about how they were supposed to have all these washing rules and how to wash this, how to wash mm-hmm. that. And Jesus actually in the New Gospel says why do you make washing of the dishes and doing this and doing that so important where the important things are somewhere else? It's about something else, not these uh, petty things. And uh, it's very, very common in religious, in other religions where they come up with some idea, religious leaders, and it passes on to the next generation. If you look at Christianity, there are thousands of branches. Which one is right? It's because the, each branch claims that it should have been this way, not that way. But those re- Christian branches don't ultimately say, let's go kill somebody mm-hmm. because Jesus' teaching is surrounded by love. But the, the Torah and the Quran, they have also allowed, God has allowed people to fight and defend themselves. Those verses are taken out of context and, uh, and, uh, and being abused by the religious leaders. It's very easy to unlock this mystery. If there would be classes or educational uh, videos that... And I'm trying to do that in my website. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be putting a lot of things out. I just made the website. And all the articles I wrote about, you know, should we be killing each other? Should women cover their hair? Is there anywhere in the Quran it talks about that? Women should be allowed to wear their, cover their hair if they want to. It's a woman's choice, not man's choice to force women to do that. It, it, everything that we l- learn When I came to America, they told us that we can't eat the uh, food of Christians. Chapter 5, verse 7 clearly says you can, you're allowed to eat the food of Christians. Of course, the Sunni branch of Islam accept that verse and do that, mm-hmm. go by that verse, but the Shia Muslim, which I was raised by, do not allow that. When I first read that verse, I ran to McDonald's and I got myself a Big Mac and ate it. You know, <laughs> and it was for like nine years I would not touch the, any uh, right. food that, was, you know.
3: So, so, where does the negativity against people who are not followers of the Muslim faith come from?
4: Well, the negativity is not just because of the religion. The religion has very low tolerance to start with for mm. anything outside of their branches, which is the same with most of the religions. But it also, there's another uh, hype among the people of going against America, the big guy, and dating uh, everything is uh, hypocrisy. Even uh, I mean, I, I have to say that America... Did some wrong thing maybe in past, but well, they sure. apologized about it in the Iranian government I'm talking about, and they said we shouldn't have been involved with that situation. But Iranian religious leaders use those uh, those events for their advantage and constantly bashing America. And I have when I talk to them, I say, doesn't it say in Quran, do not assume. Where is your proof? And then I show them proof mm. of what America does for world hunger all over the world. What mm-hmm. America has done since World War II for the world, and I should also show them how America has cleaned themselves. by they were, in, they had a slavery. They put that yes. aside. They yeah. had uh, women couldn't vote till 1963. That has been uh, solved. So the system that is in America, is, in, in my opinion, is very much aligned with the Bible and the Quran. But the Muslim countries, their, their system is oppressive most of the time. Iranian government, an example, my sister was here just a few days ago. She has been beaten up just for showing two hairs that was coming out of her cover. Her oh, hold covers.
3: on here. The, your sister was beat up because she had a couple of hairs showing?
4: Just a couple of hairs, and the very much her. she was uh, she's, uh, a student in Ph.D. level in mm-hmm. philosophy. And she just told the lady, why are you questioning me like this? And uh, the lady pushed her, and she pushed her back, and two revolutionary guards came out and grabbed her and beat her up and took her away. She was crying in the jail, and she wouldn't oh, sign sure. any papers. And my mom went there and cried and said, please, sign the paper. Say, I'm, a, I'm, I'm corrupted and I'm influenced by America. <laughs> please uh, forgive me. I will never do that again. She did that, and she was really tough to that. And that's the kind of government religious fanatics run in Iran and in other countries. This is not what Quran is about. I promise you, I can prove to anybody with the verses of Quran that chapter 41, uh, verse 24 or so, when it talks about, return any bad deeds with good deeds, mm-hmm. and be very kind to your enemies. That's in Quran. It says, when you talk to Christian people, talk to them in the most polite way. That's in chapter uh, 3, verse 110 to 113. These are These are the verses that are there. It's not something that I made up, or I just found out it's it's in Quran. Quran is very beautiful, just like the Bible is, but it's been abused. And we need to tell the world that this is the way it is, it's not any other way. I'm more than happy to have debate, and I had many debates with people, religious leaders, and one of them came to me and said, how can you tell me, after thousands of years of study, we're wrong, and you, a mechanical engineer, is coming here, and you figure it out right away. I told them, why don't we, and I was in a Barnes and Nobles, uh, and there were people watching me give a speech, Mm-hmm. I said, why don't you tell these people here right now one verse from the Quran that is vague, and then explain to me your studies that you did, that you made this more clear for me so I can understand. He said he wasn't prepared for that, a religious listener, and I told him that I am prepared for that, and I'm going to give you maybe a few verses right now that there will be no way we need anybody to tell us what it means. For example, Quran says, be kind to your neighbor. Do we need a thousand years of studies to explain this verse of being kind to your neighbor? No, or it's,
3: it's self-proclaimed. You know, it's it's common sense. Be kind to your neighbor. It's the same thing that the Bible says.
4: Exactly. And do we need a thousand years of studies for religious leaders to come and tell us what does that mean? Do we need uh, somebody explaining the, the Quran? It says, do not mm-hmm. lie. That's simple. These are the teachings of a mother to their kids. And that's what Martin Luther long time ago uh, said to the Pope, you know, this Bi- the Bible is a teaching of a mother to their own children. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Quran has been abused just like the, the Bible was long time ago, and uh, we just need to bring to the world of Islam and the world of people that want to know that Quran is not like that, and that would be a tool to convince a fanatic to question himself, because a fanatic in any religion would not listen to reasoning, but they will re- listen to their own book from they claim it's from God, and I believe Quran is from God and Bible is. So when we tell them there is the verse, read it, it will shock them. It will, it will shake their faith for sure, at least for a certain amount. Even Nidar, if, you know, please
3: I stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. Fascinating young man. Thank you. And uh, I, I, I sincerely appreciate you coming on the show tonight and talking oh. with us about the Quran. Nader Poor Hassan is our special guest. He'll be back with me on the other side of this commercial break as we continue live and around the world, right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on Talkstar. Eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is the na- magic number to reach us here at the Exxon. my name is Rob McConnell and my special guest this hour is na- uh, Nadir poor Hassan we're talking about the Quran and the Quran is a very interesting book um, and, and be- while we were on the commercial break uh, I-, I asked Nadar who wrote the the uh, who wrote the the um, Quran and and could you please tell our listeners the history of the Qur'an? Because I'm sure they'll be as interested as, uh, as, as I was.
4: Right. Um, Prophet Muhammad uh, had visions which he has uh, were given the verses, was revealed to him, and while he was given to him, he told his followers and his followers around him, memorized a lot of these and they wrote it down also. And at the time of Prophet Muhammad, most of those chapters, which is 114 chapters, were written down, and after him it was fully compiled together in the form of the Quran that we see today.
3: Wow. Now, how old is the Quran? Uh,
4: The Quran was, the uh, Prophet Muhammad passed around 632, so it's about uh, 1,400 years ago, so the Quran would be 1,400 years old.
3: Now, uh, are there many similarities between the Quran and the Bible? In fact, uh, you and I were talking before, and you said that the Quran actually uh, makes a reference for someone to go read the Bible.
4: Right. That's in chapter 10 of Quran, verse 94. It said, if you have doubt in these verses, ask the people who we gave books before and uh, recite their book. And uh, there are many religious leaders in Islam that will say to you that the Torah, the Bible, it's been... Uh, changed, and mm-hmm. it's not uh, reliable anymore, and Quran is the book that we need to rely on only. Uh, in my last, latest book that I wrote that is on print, it's called God's Scripture, a, a faithful comparison between Bible and the Quran. I took every verse of uh, the books of Bible, Genesis, Exodus, and um, uh, Numbers, and the first five books. I took those verses, and I compared it one by one by uh, with, with Quran, subject to subject. I... Compare them, and I show that they are exactly the same. That book will now prove to the world of Islam, to the religious leaders, if Bible is changed, then the Quran is changed also, the Quran, because it matches each other exactly.
3: Uh, all, all right, then, I understand that, but how could millions of Muslims not see
1: the truth at- We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in.
0: As you're claiming
3: is clearly stated in the quran but is opposite of all the teachings of most muslim r- religious leaders
4: well if you right now take a vote a statistical vote from all the muslims in the world how many of you guys have read the quran for yourself mm-hmm. and then believe in what you believe in i bet you anything you won't find .01 percent even wow. and i have done that yes and if you ask the christians right now how many of you have you read the bible for yourself you will also find a very low number. And if you ask the Jews the same question. That's why Jesus recites in chapter uh, 15, verse 3 of Matthew, that the religious leaders, bear in mind, not the ordinary, the religious leaders who were in charge of the religion, were taking the tradition and forgetting about God's commandment. Uh, One uh, one Muslim person told me that, uh, how could you even think that this for a thousand years, they are wrong. Mm-hmm. I told them, well, let's recite the verses and put it in front of somebody who's not Muslim and ask them, what does this verse say? And you will see they will understand it very easily. It, but the Muslim people, they are brainwashed for these uh, verses the way they are, especially the fanatics, not all the Muslims. They have great respect for all the Muslims. And then Christians, the same way, they get brainwashed, or Jews, any religion, you get brainwashed when you are told that this is your religion, this is what it's all about. But then at the, a at the later, maybe later time, when you check the scripture for yourself, mm-hmm. you see complete uh, contradiction, you have to you know, question it and uh, go by the scripture and, and put those aside. But it's, it happens to all the religions, and it's not just the uh, psalm, um, and Jesus sure. clearly talks about it.
3: Tell me, what is a jihad, and how is a jihad described in the Bible? In the Quran, I'm sorry.
4: Uh, jihad, the word jihad has a root in Arabic of jah, That means working hard, trying hard. Now, jihad in, re- in reference to fighting a war, which is re- referred to the Quran many times, is when a person goes and fights for God, mm-hmm. and he's fighting the enemies of God who are trying to change the person's religion. Bear in mind, in Quran, when it says, go fight, it says, fight those who are trying to stop you from believing in one God. I told many Muslims, do you guys think America is trying to fight Iraq or Iran to make everybody stop worshipping one God? That's not there. Now, in, in the Quran, as well as in the Bible, it referenced that God sometimes ordered his prophets to go fight certain nations and kill everything and mm-hmm. everybody. That doesn't mean that we or religious leaders are allowed to do that, because many verses say you are not allowed to do that. When God was present with the children of Israel, Moses asked him, "Can I see you?" And God says, "No." Now, if today somebody says God told me go kill somebody, they should ask God for his driver's license and make sure the picture matches, because God doesn't come to people except their prophets. So you can't say, God told me to go kill somebody. The verses that are clearly written are opposite of that. There is no way anybody can take that. Jihad means somebody should go work very hard, try their best to live a great life, and that should be jihad. And in the context of war, then you will give your life for God to make sure that they don't come and kill you. You defend yourself, you defend the children and the women, and you fight. But again, religious leaders have really misused that.
3: Why do so many Muslims grow up to hate the United States and Israel, all in the name of God?
4: Because of lack of information and, uh, you know, it's a lot of conspiracy that they Mm -hmm. tell these people certain things that are not there. When I was growing up in our little uh, street that we were, there was a little boy who was a Jew. My grandma always said, whenever you hit this little boy, which you should, make sure you wash your hands. (laughs) Now, this kind (laughs) of... Hatred is there, and it's the misinformation. If they look at the Quran, chapter 3, verse 113, I'm just going to read that. Sure. It, says, it says, Yet they are not all alike. Some people of the book, the Jews and the Christians, form an upright community. They recite God's verses with the small hours of the night as they bow down on their knees. They believe in God. And the last day, they command decency and forbid this, uh, this honor and compete in doing good deeds. Those are honorable men. I mean, Any good they do will never be denied them. God is a verse of the heedful. I mean, this is a verse in chapter 3, which the chapter itself is named after the family of uh, Mary, uh, Mary, the uh, mother of the Jesus Christ. Uh, Mary. Sorry. Mary. Uh, and uh, That chapter is dedicated to Mary. Uh, Maryam. And uh, there is a chapter for Maryam, which is in honor of uh, mother of Jesus. There's a chapter with Maede, the biggest chapter of Quran, the last one, uh, Surah Baqarah, which is chapter 2. So these are all in the honor of uh, Christians. Christian. The name of the book itself says that. Maede means last supper of Jesus Christ. Uh, Ma'ede is the, the, the name is cow, uh, Baqarah, I'm sorry. Baqarah means cow, and that means the, the, the story of the cow worshiping of children of Israel, which is uh, told in this. One-third of the Quran is about Israel, and several times God said, I have chosen my people, children of Israel. Several times it says many good things. In chapter 3, verse 55, it says the good people of God are the ones that follow Jesus Christ until the end of the world. They will be above the believer. Also, it says in the Quran that if Muslim people believe in God and do good, they will also be uh, greatly uh, Mm. positioned. But it predicts that the follower of Jesus Christ would be above the non-believers but that's chapter three verse 55 what part of that osama bin Laden didn't understand when he went and killed the people of god and he did it in the name of god you can do evil in the name of god very easily but you have to you have to brainwash people that this is god when you're talking about devil that's what they do the verses of quran are here but they the quran has been betrayed throughout the history as bible was before today christian communities form very beautiful Christian communities, but again, if you, they like to have their own branches, and there will be tension when you tell them about somebody else's branches, but they don't go kill, they're not fanatics coming out of these communities. But Islam is not like that. There is fanatic groups, very small groups, but they start you know, hating and doing all kinds of things in the name of God, which is not in the Quran at all.
3: So what is the difference between a fanatic Muslim, for example, a member of the Hamas or, or Hezbollah or the Iranian Revolutionary Guards, to that of a ordinary Muslim?
4: Well, there are two different fanatics, and then it's ordinary, in my opinion. Oh. Uh, the one fanatic is the one that are Osama bin Laden. Those are very few minorities. They are nothing uh, almost, to, and they give very bad name to... Uh, Muslim people. The other fanatic people are the people who believe in Quran and they don't read the Quran and they have these traditions that they hold very dearly to, and they make their wives maybe wear, you know, covered from top to bottom and only their eyes are showing. And they are good people for themselves, but they are living with the laws that was given to them and they think they're following God and it's not God's law. And then you got uh, people who are open-minded Muslim who do not accept any of this fanaticism. Do not accept any of these wrong things. And they are very loving and they are great people. And that's the way it is with all the people. You get good and bad. But unfortunately, in this case, they are killing, the fanatic people are killing in the name of God. And that's the problem.
3: One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Email exone at talkstarradio.com On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. Our website's exone radio com and exxonetv.com So if there is so many similarities between the Quran and the Bible why can't we have peace?
4: Well, the, the education that is lacking in this uh, in this area is huge. We need to give this education to Muslim people and to Christian and to Jews so they can see the similarity. Mm-hmm. That's why my latest book, I compared this one by one, uh, I mean, verse by verse, subject by subject. If we show that these are all started from pra- Prophet Abraham, and both books agreed, there were two sons, Ishmael and Isaac. Mm-hmm. Isaac's son was Jacob. His name changed to Israel, and his children are called children of Israel. Ishmael didn't have any prophets from his uh, people until Prophet Muhammad, which came about several thousand years ago. Now, 3,500 years ago, about that time, Moses came, for children of Israel. All the prophets after that, Judges and all of those guys, came to the children of Israel, and then the last prophet came to them 2,000 years ago, Prophet Jesus, and told them to be ultimate good. The ultimate good was shown to them. To the children of Israel, Muhammad came very later on, and in chapter 6 of Quran, about verse 130 or so, it said that we send this book to the children of to to the Arabic people, so they would not say that nobody told us to believe in God and be good. That's the reason Quran was sent. So if they realise the Quran is the same book as Torah, which was sent to the children of Ishmael, because God says in Genesis, I will also bless Ishmael, and if they realize that to become ultimately good they gotta go with the teaching of new gospels. If we all turn to new gospels, then I think the world would be a much better place, everybody would love each other and they would not start killing each other because they won't find any basis in
3: any of these books for killing. ExoNation, our very special guest this hour is Nidharpur Hassan. He is the author of God's Scriptures, A Faithful Comparison, What Jews, Christians, and Muslims Must Know, and the Corruption of Muslim Minds and Koran and its Lost Messages. There's a website here, www.cytodyn.com.
4: No, that's, sorry, that's
3: not the right
4: one. It's that's not. Where I, that's where I work. Okay, my, so... my website is www.christianmuslim, which is one word, and Muslim is M-U-S-L-I-M.org. O org g.
3: All right, I I apologize for that. Christian Christian Muslim dot That's right. With the recent events in Texas where a major in the United States Army, a psychiatrist who turned out to be Muslim, took out 13 lives, injured 31, how has this affected the the Muslim community in the United States?
4: Well, Muslim communities are friendly community usually, and uh, they're not fanatic like uh, Osama bin Laden people, but... Mm-hmm. That really hurts uh, their image, and it gives a bad example, and they're not about this. There are very good Muslims in these communities that are uh, very loving, and yes. they have exchanges with churches, and they, they, that really bothers them.
3: It, uh, what's the old saying? It takes a few bad apples
1: to spoil the barrel?
4: Well, exactly. I mean, if you look at the police department, the
1: police people... The
4: but all the police, they risk their lives to save our lives, and mm-hmm. it was great, the community. But then when you see one or two police go and beat up a yep. black person, everybody starts using bad names to describe police, and they start hating police, and that's not right.
3: What is the one major difference between the Quran and
4: the Bible? Well, the Quran is, has no differences between between Quran and the Book of Moses, which is the first, first five books of Bible. Right. Uh, it's exactly the same kind of thing, there is no difference. But the teaching was given to the people who were very, very uh, wild in their living. They would kill their own daughters if there were girls, and they were wild Arabic people. Uh, so the teachings were not loving like the teachings of Jesus, and it's said in the uh, Bible that God gave very harsh rule to children of israel at the time of moses which was uh, when you divorce your wife give her certificate of divorce that's in matthew and they asked him uh, and he said that but today to marry one person never let it divorce your wife unless marital and faithfulness Nader's, said, well, please
3: stand by we've got to take our final break for this hour exonation www.christiansmuslim.org we'll be back on the other side of this break don't go away To the Exxon, uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you so much, uh, Nader, for coming on the show. Nader Poor Hussain has been our special guest this hour. I'd love to have you back on, so thank that you. we can I would be happy to come so back. that we can further discuss this. And uh, please give us your website one more time.
4: Okay, it's www.christianmuslim.org. Christian Muslim is one word, and Muslim is M U S L I M.
3: All right, and that's .org. That's right. Tell me, when a, Muslim, uh, when a member of the, of the Muslim faith dies, do they go to heaven? Do, they believe, mu- do Muslims believe in heaven and hell like Christians do?
4: Exactly. Everything you find in the Bible, in Quran, the same way. One God created Adam and Eve, heaven and hell, a great loving God, and you must only be able to defend mm-hmm. yourself when they want to kill you. That's the only time killing is allowed. But uh, yes, there is, uh, and, uh, in Quran there is very great verses that talks about if you're Jew, Christian, Muslim, or another religion, if you believe in God and do good, you go to heaven. And those who do good are believers of God, not the other way. And that's what Peter says in the Bible. By sure, just saying, I believe in God, that doesn't make you qualify for heaven. Even demons say there is one God. You must do good and be great to other people. And the greatest commandment of God is worship your God with all your heart and all your mind. The second is love your neighbor as of yours. That's in That's Quran right. also.
3: How has living in America enriched your belief in either well, the Quran or or in humanity or, or in
4: God? The beautiful thing about living in America is you are free. And you are free to choose whatever you like. And religion doesn't come process of uh, advance mm-hmm. you. Religion is only there if you want it for yourself. So for me to be able to choose what I want was very important. And when I came to America as a fanatic, when I decided not to do wrong things and study all the time, that was part of my religion. It was beautiful when I did that. But later on, when I was going to Iran and seeing that they're forcing us to do certain things, that was really, really hard. And when I would come back to America, I would say, wow, that's a relief coming back. And America, the education that I got, I could not thank this country enough. And giving me uh, open-minded so I can well, go back and read the Quran for myself. And then with that education and open-minded, I was able to discover a great thing for my own life. And that's why I write the books that I write, because I like to share that, especially with Muslim people, because we have a beautiful religion, and it's been pounded by wrong ideas, and religious leaders are not doing anything to help the situation, to clarify it. It's very clear in Qur'an, the things. And uh, it just bothers me to see that the world doesn't see that beautiful message of Qur'an. And I'd like to do whatever I can to show that.
3: Sounds like you're doing it, my friend. And once again, I'd like to thank you very much for taking time out of your day f- to be with us here in the X-Zone. And I wish you much success, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet each other here in the X-Zone on Talkstar. Yeah,
4: I would love that. Thank
3: Take care you. of yourself. Bye-bye now. Nader, Poor Hassan yes. Is his name Website www.christianmuslim.org We'll be back On the other side Of this news break As the exone continues Right here on Talkstar be any come the day.
1: We all have that friend Who wakes up early To go get everyone McDonald's breakfast But the rest of us Sleep in This is your sign To thank them And if you're that friend
2: Hey, you. Yeah, you. Have you heard about HazelineGuns.com, the best firearms dealer in the D.C. area? Buying a firearm online from HazelineGuns.com is secure, easy, and cost-effective with no transfer fees and only a $25 state processing fee. Discounts available for active law enforcement, first responders, and military personnel at HazelineGuns.com, where every day is like Black Friday. What are you waiting for? Visit HazelineGuns.com today. That's H-A-Z-E-L-I-N-E-G-U-N-S.com.